Welcome to a special edition of Seat Yourself. As followers of Seat Yourself know, this episode will be a different format than our regular weekly edition. In this special edition, our host Dave Turner is at Ambiente 2020. You will hear updates and interviews from several different people and companies straight from the showroom floor. This episode runs approximately 20 minutes and is sponsored in part by the Edward Donner Company. Everything but the food for nearly 100 years. Now, here's Dave. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Seat Yourself. I'm Dave Turner. I'm your host here at Seat Yourself. And as I told you last week, this would be a special edition to you coming from the show floor here at Ambiente 2020. We're recording today in Hall 6.0, and that's the new location that's dedicated to all, all, to Horeca Hotel and Restaurant, and it's the home of the Hotel and Restaurant Academy, the Horeca Academy, where there's just been some incredible presentations, and we're going to talk about some of those in a minute. But before we jump into discussing what we've seen, I have to say that despite distractions that are completely out of the show's control, there's been a great first step in the formal establishment of the Horeca franchise here at Ambiente. Certainly, with any new ventures, you got to have a first step before you have a second, and a third, and a fourth, and so on. Well, the sh- people here at Ambiente have put on a great first step, and I'm looking forward to next year's second step as well. We caught up briefly, and I mean very briefly, with Director of Dining Sector here at Ambiente, Thomas Castle, and I asked him to get quickly give us his assessment after the first couple of days of Ambiente 2020. Here's what Thomas had to say. Horeca was a big success that ambiente with 88 exhibitors, new exhibitors from all over the world and the whole program 311, which we never had before. Thank you. Well, there you have it. That's Thomas giving us a few stats. And as you can hear, we're live on the show floor. That's another point about the show here at Ambiente. Show management is actively on the floor and very present throughout the show. And it was great to hear from several first-time exhibitors in the new Horeca area moving in and setting up. It was one word, and one exhibitor's words was easy peasy. So now, let's get to what we've seen and what we've heard here on the show floor at Ambiente 2020. First up, we're at what I believe may be the largest booth in the new Horeca area. We're at Rack Porcelain. And Rack has been teasing us all with this new Rackstone collection uh, adverts and, and so forth for some time now. And I can tell you, frankly, it did not disappoint at all. It's very colorful and wide in its range of items that they have for each color. And Rackstone, of course, is a proprietary and durable stoneware that's made in the Rack factory in the United Arab Emirates. And here's what Chief Marketing Officer Renu Oman and designer and creative guru Michaela Dorfel had to say about the new Rackstone. Uh, here, let me introduce Rackstone to you. What we try to do in Rackstone is we try to bring the best of both worlds, that is uh, porcelain and stoneware. So what we did here is that we wanted to create a new body altogether where it has the physical properties of porcelain but the look and the feel of the stoneware. And we have done a lot of R&D on the glaze part. And what we did here is a micro-glazing so that the weight of the product will be very, very minimum. And the rest I hand over to uh, Michaela to tell you more about the design. So we thought about um, taking a kind of shape that shows a lot the effect of the glaze so that you have very nice rims and that the colors are 
um, are very different between the edges and the uh, and the bolts, uh, for example. And also the sizes are like that. You have to that you have a nice look of food inside. It is not crowded and too full, but you have a nice um, smooth taking out with the spoon for the bolts. Especially the bolts were very important for us. And also the flat coupe plates, but also with the rim that shows the glaze effect, especially. And um, the other place with the rim is again something, it's more about porcelain and ceramic showing the porcelain flat rim, but uh, focusing on the glaze effect on the rim. So this is the main concept of this one. Have a cozy, easygoing, um, sharing food situation. And in addition to the Rackstone product itself, we love the merchandising that they did with it. The display was at the epicenter of the Rack booth. It's surrounded by photo panels, each displaying a different mood shot of the Rackstone dinnerware from Rack Porcelain, all in the action. And while at the Rack booth, we also caught up with U.S. sales exec John Marino, and we asked him to give us his impressions on his very first visit to the Ambiente Trade Fair here in Frankfurt. And here's what John had to say. Hey, Dave. John Marino, it's always nice to catch up with you. Uh, we're here at the Ambiente Show. Uh, my first time here uh, representing Rack Porcelain USA. Uh, my take back from this show, being that it's my first year here, is it is so nice for me to catch up with my colleagues from across the globe, from Rack Porcelain. Uh, all the different divisions, how they sell the product, why they sell it, why it was introduced for their specific markets. It allows us to, to take that information, bring it back to the U.S. market, and really help us develop what we're trying to accomplish in the U.S. Next up, not too far away from where the Rack team was located, we found the team at Solex Flatware. Managing Director Horst Lichter and his team were feeling very proud as we approached them. They'd just been awarded their second German Design Award for one of their new flatware patterns. And here's Horst telling us all about it. Horst, Solex has just won the 2020 German Design Award for your Inca Black Flatware. How, how, does, how meaningful is that to you and to the Solex brand? Dave, we have, we have two things coming together in 2020. First is the 40th anniversary of Solex. So we are, we are proud and we are glad to be, since more than 40 years now, um, a specialist for the Horeca business and, and Horeca partners in Germany and worldwide for, for more than 45 countries. And the German Design Award is already the second award what we, what we get. This year we had the last award in 2017 for Laura and now we won the Design Award for Inca in Black. Inca is our brand new line which is um, designed uh, from, from Solex in-house as we have the education, the knowledge and the, the, um, the workmanship how to, to produce flatware. And we are, we are proud to, 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 to get this award in 2020. And of course, in the United States, you all know by now that Solex is available through the good folks at 10 Strawberry Street. 10 Strawberry Street's got it in stock. They've had it for a while. And from uh, what they've telling me, it's going gangbusters. So good job by Solex on the design side. And if you're looking for new flatware, you might want to check out Solex Flatware. Available from 10 Strawberry Street. Another company that's really has its mojo headed in the right direction these days is Churchill China. 
We caught up with Churchill Sales Director Kevin Parkinson, and he gave us a quick walkthrough around their booth, showing us color after color and emphasizing the incredible, the great durability of Churchill's products. Even on their most delicate looking and colored patterns, incredibly durable and all made specifically for the hospitality industry, of course. Another great feature of Churchill's launches, it seems like lately, not just the color, but it's their great ability to mix and match product. And with pieces coordinating so well together, it gives a great opportunity for chefs and restaurateurs to create a truly custom tabletop look for their operation. We especially love the, the new blue plume decoration that they have. And you can see, you probably have seen some of the social media posts that we've done on it already. It's really fabulous. It's a great indigo blue and reactive glaze type product. Looks great. You're going to love it. Another great brand that's come a long way in the color area is the Anfora brand coming out of Mexico. Of course, Anfora partners with Steelite International in many parts of the world, and we were lucky enough to catch up with President and CEO Hans Kritzler, and he surprised us with a special announcement. David, we're very glad to have you here. Uh, the products that we're doing at Anfora this year for 2020, which is a very special year, uh, it's our 100-year anniversary company was founded in 1920 and we're coming out with new product launches uh, almost every every six months let's say that's the, the pace that this has been increasing with and uh, a lot of the things that we're doing is hand applied uh, decoration most of our products uh, human hand is touching the product every single time applying the glaze applying matte glazes applying oxides and reactive glazes we're going towards the trend away from white and still more and more into reactive glazes, into, the, into this trend of matte, which is uh, a very, very nice contrast. It's a, a warm contrast to the food. It's not brilliant glaze. And so we're doing many uh, chocolate, terracotta, uh, burnt earth uh, type of colors. We're also applying some textures to the plates, like a burlap sack, which is called tela, and that's coming out also for this year. Uh, again, reactive glaze on brown with a little bit of uh, turquoise on top. And even though it sounds strange, the final result is a burlap sack with a reactive glaze that's going to be a very nice neutral color that complements the food very, very nicely. I think, again, the organic food trend is still going on very strong. And we have to support the, the presentation that the chefs do. Uh, the other thing that we're doing is called Takana. Takana Azul, which is more of an oxide uh, edge in a very strong, strong uh, performing body, which will be very, uh, let's say, long-lasting. That's the, the objective on this. Even though it's very artisanal uh, application, the industrial part of it is a high-fired body, high temperature, fully vitrified china that's going to last a long time. The other thing that we're also doing for the Centennial is we're investing in new technologies. I think the first thing that we're talk, uh, talking about is the digital side of uh, dinnerware, which is very different than anything that we have seen. It's a direct application of the colors, of the pigments, into the plate, which allows us to perform geometric patterns, to do uh, very, very nice uh, decorations with many more colors that we haven't seen before. Washed out uh, patterns, geometric ones, mandalas, things like that, plus also going back to the vintage ones, like flowers and uh, patterns in, in, in matte glazes. I think that's what we are trying to do this year in Amphora. And with Steelite uh, as a partner in the U.S., what we're focusing on is service, service, service. 
uh, on their side and we're focusing on new designs, new patterns, new introductions. And for Chicago, we're very excited to be able to show all of these things to the customers and also have them come around and join with us in the celebration. It's a centennial. We don't get that often. So 100 years, uh, the Mexican company, uh, we're celebrating a global company uh, with global partners and also global quality and global service. So thanks. Well, congratulations to Anfor on the 100th anniversary this year. Product-wise, Anfor continues to expand both its very popular Pueblo line and its Alma collection, adding both new bowls and flat plates, and along with it, expanding the ever-growing color palette for both collections. And speaking of Steelite, they also had a brand new booth that matched up size-wise comparably to the Rack booth. They have plenty of new expanded areas in their new booth to display the full complement of products within the Steelite's portfolio. And that's not easy to do, given, given the growth that they've had in their line over the last couple of years. Included in the booth also was a new kitchen where we found Michelin-starred chef Simon Holstone working in his role as brand ambassador for the Steelite brand. We sat down with Simon for a few minutes, taking him away from the kitchen, to ask him about his long association with Steelite and why it means so much to him. Uh, so I've had a relationship with Steelite for the last 20 years. last five years I've become a UK ambassador for Steelite. Uh, for me, it's a great connection because I'm originally from Stoke-on-Trent. So the whole um, ethos of myself and local produce is brilliant, even though I'm now down in Torquay, South Devon. Um, utilising the products of Steelite is just perfect for, for me. It fits in with the ethos of my restaurant, uh, it frames my food, it brings everything to life on my tabletop, it really does work for me. And just having that little connection I have with Stoke-on-Trent still brings it all back home. Well said, Simon. Simon's restaurant is the Elephant in Torquay and it's been a Michelin-starred restaurant since 2004, where he directs the kitchen and the food prep, while his wife Katie leads the front of the house operations. Speaking of great chefs, we've also had a chance to catch up with top London chef Joseph Youssef after one of his several presentations at the Horeca Academy. Besides being a great guy and a tremendous chef, Joseph's also a skilled TED Talk speaker, and he's founded Kitchen Theory, which is a design studio, along with a multi-award winning chef's table in London. There, Joseph takes his guests on a multi-sensory journey, throughout the menu, swept along as their senses detect things like light, color, projections, scents, and other consistencies. Then, Joseph uses all these findings from this research to coordinate with Professor Charles Spence of Oxford University on more scientific research on the, the whole issue of gastronomy and gastrophysics. While we had a chance to speak with Joseph, we asked him why the dining experience he thinks is so special and what role tabletop plays in that sensory experience. Here's a little bit of what he had to say. Over the last 20 or 30 years, we've seen such a huge move towards an interest in chefs and the, the chefs themselves and their work, their philosophies, their ideas and how they want to kind of convey these through the food that they produce, these stories, what's important to them. And I think what's, what's fascinating about this is crockery has been a huge part of telling that story and really enabling chefs to um, not only represent their food in a beautiful way and present like a, a lovely backdrop for it, um, but the crockery has also become so much more of an immersive part of the dish itself and so much more a part of the story 
um, that the chef is trying to convey in some way. And you see, that's important to me because researching sensory psychology and looking at people's sensory relationship with food, we know that um, every single touch point that you have from the moment you, well, before you even walk into the restaurant, from the, when you make your booking right the way through till uh, when you leave, that that whole journey and that whole process is um, something that has become more and more important as part of that building that experience and it's become more and more important in today's world for having a successful business and kind of really getting people to enjoy the time that they spend with you we no longer want just a great meal what we want is a great experience and you know coming from a city like London you have incredible restaurants and incredible chefs but you know um, how many of those are incredible experiences that you couldn't find elsewhere and I think you know, there's um, so much has kind of changed, I guess, with social media as well in terms of uh, people wanting to share their experiences um, that they're having, and that also makes things so much more visual. And um, at the table, and even in glassware and bars and, and cocktail bars, you can see that the, the level and attention to detail that is put into the quality of crockery has become so much more important. It's no longer about, you know, you look at cookbooks from the 90s and even some of the top most revered chefs um, would have a beautiful set of crockery, but it would all be matching crockery. So whether they're serving a soup or a main course or a dessert or a, a starter, it would all be on this beautiful set that they would have as part of their, their house. And nowadays, we, it's, it's a completely different um, take on it. And what chefs actually want is um, crockery that engages, somehow engages you emotionally in part of the story that you're trying to tell. That the, ta that the plateware is no longer just there as a backdrop for beautiful, flavorful food. Because obviously the food has to be great. There's, there's no dressing up a poor dish of food uh, just by putting it on a good plate. And, but the plate where the the cutlery and everything that we use to interact with the dish in some way has become so much more important and chefs you know and I think we took this from as well probably the uh, uh, the, the history of it like the same with the history of tasting menus comes from um, Asia in many ways where you know each item on the menu, uh, especially with Japanese cuisine, I guess, is where, where, where it really originates from. I mean, t modern tasting menus come from Japanese keiseki, right? I think a lot of Western chefs were over there in the 60s and 70s and kind of thought, well, I'm serving a main, uh, a, a starter main dessert, and this guy gets to show off 15 of his creations in sequence and takes people on a journey, and I want to do that. But what we also picked up was... Um, an appreciation for the delicacy, the texture, the, the feel and the emotion that you can get from uh, beautiful tableware. And that has, you know, is going from strength to strength. Joseph had a lot more to say about the topic and we're going to save a lot of his comments for next week, including his thoughts on how emotion plays such a big role in the guest dining experience. We'll save it all for next time. But in the meantime, I'd invite you to check out Joseph's YouTube videos. They're pretty impressive and you'll be glad you did. There's lots more going on here that we've seen at Ambiente 2020, and we're going to have lots more conversations because we've been on the, the rest of today and all day tomorrow. So there's still another full day remaining here. 
So we'll have more interviews and stories of many, many, many more cool products, cool companies, and cool people, and we'll be bringing them to you next week and beyond. Now, until next time, always remember, Tabletop Matters. We want to thank you for joining us for this special edition of our Seat Yourself podcast. You can find all episodes of Seat Yourself at seatyourselfpodcast.com. And finally, we want to thank the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring, in part, this special edition of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. And always remember, tabletop matters.